is Colleen McGee welcoming you to another episode of Port Riley, the podcast. For episode 88, and in honor of the Big Red One Year of the Family, we're talking about how the family plays an important part in operational security, or OPSEC. With me today is Tim Morgan. Well, my name's uh, Tim Morgan, and I'm the uh, Garrison OPSEC and anti-terrorism officer. Tell me about the role that families of our soldiers and our civilians play in operational security for Fort Riley. Our family members, they're part of the military community, the Army community, and on Fort Riley, they're privy to uh, certain pieces of information that, although they may seem insignificant to the individual at the time, our adversaries may be putting together pieces of the puzzle to develop a picture of what our actions are here on Fort Riley and what may be going on in the Army at large. So give me an example. Say I'm... I'm the daughter of a soldier and I'm on social media all the time chatting with my friends. What are some of the things I should be really careful about not posting? Things that they might want to be careful about are uh, information about deployments, arrivals, you know, flight schedules, movements, locations, some things they might hear, you know, they might hear their mother or father, who's the service member, talk about new equipment that they're testing, weapons and training that they're doing, things like that that might seem cool and you want to put it out there and talk to your friends about it. But it's something that could be used by our adversaries to, again, kind of put together the pieces of the puzzle. So really, you got to look at, does it reveal anything about a military mission? Does it reveal something that could result in, you know, any type of identity theft or personal harm, etc. It's hard for us to know where those pieces of information might fit. That's actually a, a good point. That's uh, where the where the critical information list uh, is so important in the the critical information list is put out by the, the garrison commander for the for the garrison. You know, each unit also has their own critical information list. So you could be in a one ID unit in one of the brigades and they have a critical information list and the families are privy to that list because it helps them identify what information might be critical. You know, basically OPSEC is protecting unclassified information. So, you know, it's sensitive, but unclassified. So it's something that, you know, if you overhear it, it's not necessarily you know, a spillage or a violation. An example, some of this might be uh, about our security at the gates and putting on social media. Well, it kind of gives away some of our security plans and procedures, you know, some of our vulnerability information. So even morale information, you know, you talk about my mom's unit's been training so much and everybody's down in the dumps. It might seem uh, harmless, you know, you're just vending some frustration, but at the end of the day, it could help our adversaries, you know, plan an operation against us. You said the families have access to this critical information list. Do they get that through their soldier? Yes. So the soldiers have it. Uh, the family readiness group representatives at the units, they're trained in OPSEC as part of their FRG training. But really, the service member or the, the employee can get that and provide it for their families. It's really... Uh, you know, common sense type stuff, security plans and procedures, networking, communication related stuff, troop movements, special training, specialized training, information about uh, exercises, any type of vulnerabilities, 
equipment limitations, things like that. So it's not like we can't talk about general things. No, and uh, there's some uh, great examples about how to answer some of these questions. So, you know, instead of saying something like my service member's coming home at a certain time, you know, my service member's coming home in June, my service member's coming home this summer, you know, so you could talk about it. You know, you just want to generalize it, not make things so specific uh, to provide that information to a potential adversary. I think that's important to be able to still be proud publicly of our service members and our families. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, yeah, you want to be proud of, of our service members. And, you know, I certainly am. And, you know, it's just it's just about being smart, understanding your level of responsibility as part of the Army team. The most important thing, understanding that they are part of the team. They're, they're a critical member of any unit. And with that membership and privilege comes responsibility and the responsibility is protecting that that critical information and helping protect our service members. If somebody has any concerns, who could they call? There's concerns about an actual adversary or criminal call law enforcement. Um, the military police, 785-239-6767. Even if it's something they're not sure about, they could call law enforcement. There's also, uh, on the Fort Riley homepage, you can file an iWatch port. Just go to the Fort Riley homepage at the bottom. There's a box that says iWatch. You could click on that and you could file a report and, and you could put your name with it and contact information or you can make it anonymous, whatever, however uh, you feel comfortable doing it. Thank you for listening. This has been another episode of Fort Riley, the podcast. Oh, 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 oh